0: Welcome and ahoy, RankRats, to Season 5, Episode 5 of Blackhawks Rinkcast. Today is Wednesday, October 26th, 2021, and I'm your fill-in host today, Jeff Osborne. It's Mr. Osborne. Better known on the interwebs as pocket Hostel. Who could be scared of a Jeffrey? Yeah, Jeffrey's just this nice bloke from down uh, the road, today, isn't he? I am doing- <laughs> by sean fitzgerald and the bard as you can see there uh andrew barda from uh who, who's writes on our chicago staff um so unless you were born uh like five minutes ago you kind of uh know what has gone on in the hockey world today and we figured we would jump on and we kind of talk about this a little bit because if you talk about it in a couple days it's not really worth even bringing it up again it's been beat to death several times so um I thought we'd jump on. Sean being our expert, he was able to jump on. Uh, Andy Campbell wasn't able to make it today, but uh, that's okay. He'll be on your regular or scheduled rigcast. And uh, so, I mean, let's kind of get right into it. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to Sean in just one second, but I just want to say to everybody listening, you can't see the the uh, the scroller on the bottom of the screen, or screen, screen. Um, there are going to be potential uh, sexual assault trigger warnings in this episode, so I just want to warn everyone ahead of time, want everyone to be aware, um, you know, there's, there's going to be some, there could be some some things in here that trigger people, and uh, I'm not one to decide whose trigger it, it is, or, you know, what is, and, and stuff, so I just want to warn everybody ahead of time, so you have uh, a fair warning uh, before we get into this, but um, earlier today, uh, Danny Wirtz and uh, Rocky Wirtz just uh, had a, a press conference, uh, they announced some things, there's some details on the investigation, the uh, sexual assault uh, lawsuit that's that's happening and everything that, that has been going through the news, pretty much the entire summer. Uh, they finally uh, gave us, you know, the, the news on it, um, and you know the the one of the big takeaways is that um, there are no longer any front office executives in the organization that were there in 2010. Stan Bowman was a resigned, quote unquote resigned. Um, and Al McIsaac, they didn't say whether he resigned or he quit, but or or resigned or if he was fired, but he was essentially they were both essentially fired because of this whole thing. Now, why? You know, the Sean is gonna definitely get into more of the details of this stuff. But we wanted this just to, to just be around this. It's not really about hockey. This is about something bad in an organization that we cover not the on ice product, none of that stuff. What's going to happen? We're not going to go into that stuff right now. So we're going to talk about what happened today, what was announced today, the things that were brought up. So without further ado, I'm going to sh- turn it over to Sean. I'll be jumping back in, but I'm going to turn it over to Sean and uh, you let us, let us know what you found out, Sean.
1: Okay. So first off, credit to um, Katie Strang of The Athletic and Rick Westhead of TSN. So they did a lot of the investigative reporting on this story throughout the summer. Um, and TSN has a really great timeline out there of when this all uh, the allegations, the investigation started. So um, just a little bit. I know everybody's kind of familiar with it. But if not, I'll give you a little rundown. So like on May 13th, an unnamed Chicago, uh, unnamed former Chicago player, uh, who was on the 2010 Stanley Cup team accused uh, a coach Brad Aldridge of sexual assault? That lawsuit came against the Blackhawks. Um, the reason that the unknown player or John Doe in the final report uh, released it is because he de- he's been dealing with the effects of it for the last 11 years. Then June 1st, a former hockey high school hockey player from the state of Michigan or er, yes from the state of Michigan Michigan no I'm sorry Ohio um also filed a similar lawsuit against uh Brad Aldrich and the justification for his lawsuit is that the Blackhawks knew about Brad Aldrich's um sexual assault and sexual assault pass passed and gave him a recommendation in which he got his job at the University of Miami of Ohio so that's how they led that um it goes through um, – the TSN report goes through a lot of the details. Yeah, we don't um, want
0: to get too detailed, so no, for sure. And,
1: but today – so uh, later – earlier this summer, the Blackhawks announced that they were going to do an independent investigation into the charges filed in the lawsuit. And the law, the investigation was head up, ironically, by the law firm that defended – the uh u.s gymnastics team in favor of um larry nasser so i found that ironic and the team discovered in their um they hired reed j Char, who was a former uh prosecutor in illinois and jenner and block is who released the report and so coming out of the report they some of the uh, their executive summary basically laid out that there was a meeting in 2010 in which um member five members of senior management was alerted to the alleged sexual misconduct from the player in Brad Aldridge uh Brad Aldridge's sexual misconduct against this Jane John Doe. People at the meeting, John McDonough, who's no longer with the organization. Al McIsaac, as Gate said, who was relieved of his position today. Then-General Manager, Stan Bowman, who was also relieved today. Assistant General Manager, Kevin Sheldonoff. He's the current General Manager. Sheldon of the Win- day off. Sheldon <laughs> day off See, I'm very bad at names. He's yes, the current, you are. The current General Manager of the Winnipeg Jets. Um, Then-Coach Joel Quinville and the um mental skills coach Jim Gary I believe is his names so what the investigation essentially reveals is that um John McDonald waited four weeks to report his the alleged abuse to HR and that is essentially why um they're all no longer with the organization Jay Blunk was also involved all these people were no longer in the, with the organization today Now, the Blackhawks also in their press conference didn't take questions in the the, my they didn't state. But my uh, deductive reasoning behind that is there are still the lawsuits pending. The lawsuits have not been settled as of yet. Uh, As of October 13th, I'm sorry, October 12th. Ben Pope, the Chicago Sun-Times, wrote that the Blackhawks were trying to consolidate both lawsuits into one lawsuit claim. So that's currently where we're at. So. Stan Bowman was dis, was asked to resign. Uh, he gave a statement. Al McIsaac, he was, was fired.
0: It? Yes, Al it McIsaac. was saying you either leave or we're making you leave. Is Correct, what it was Al and McIsaac shows the first,
1: the same thing. Um, also, one uh thing before I kind of uh we kind of go around and do some questions that Bardo and I kind of worked on. Um, Brad Aldrich in. In 2010, after the allegations had come to fruition, on June 16, 2010, the director of HR, who's no longer with the Blackhawks, mind you, she was also Shocking. Asked, asked to leave this summer. So they, the, I'm guessing during the investigation, when they started finding things out, they started asking these people to leave. He offered Brad Aldrich the option to undergo an investigation of what occurred with John Doe or resign. Aldrich chose to resign. So that's just uh, that's some of the um, kind of high level of what happened leading okay. up to today.
0: Right. OK, good. Uh, that was a great synopsis. I, I think you hit all the points. Um, Bardo, what you want to jump in? And I, I know you've been sitting here waiting for uh, Sean and I to talk for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> so if you want to jump in and give a little bit of you, you know your thoughts on this, go ahead and jump in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: before, I mean, before I go forward with this, I mean, let's just be clear to everybody who's listening or watching is that, you know, this is not about hockey and the on ice product. That's another conversation for another day. This is not just, you know, a sad day for Blackhawk fans, the organization, et cetera. And then obviously those who are involved, but you know, for all of hockey, Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, the way that they opened up, I, I think it was one of the hockey. um I, I read something about hockey night in Can, hockey night in Canada or whatever their Canadian broadcast, they opened it up and it was almost like a very depressing kind of like music and intro, etc. Um, You know, it, it, they, they're almost treating this like a death <laughs> and it's just, it's sad the way that they have been the, the way that this is unfolded. And we kind of thought that it would kind of unfold this way. and and, you know it's unfortunate but um yeah i mean it, it's just it, there's a lot of questions that i have in terms of how things were were handled you know both at the time and and also today um you know obviously it looks like stan was fired um i'm curious to know if it re- really was fired or if he resigned i think odds are that he was fired Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of things and, and we're only in the beginning of this and there, there's still more to come right now. So, um,
0: yeah, it's an excellent point. Shine brought that up in the pre chat. Like this is only the beginning. Uh, there's going to be, there's going to be many layers to this onion that are going to be unraveled. And from what's, you know, from what started, uh, when we started hearing parts of this story, uh, you know, it just. There were just more, more layers and more layers and more layers, and now this one where it culminated up to this, this crescendo today that was announced, and there were so many more details that were so much more creepy, mm-hmm. weird, slimy. Uh, like it, it was just makes you disgusted that you were a Blackhawks fan at any point in time. Like right now, anyone could just come at you and be like, "You're a Blackhawks fan," like that should be embarrassing right right yeah. now none of us can can dispute any of that yeah the timing of it
2: the the timing of it is is really unfortunate the timing in terms of when it happened um going back to 2010 i mean the fact that it's like okay they went and won the western conference finals and then had this meeting and you know the reaction i guess internally between john and mcdonough and others was well let's not do anything because we need to focus on the finals and, and you know this is a serious matter i mean you cannot you know, and I, you you cannot just sweep this under the rug. It's a huge, huge deal, and involves a player in your organization. And um, one of and, the biggest
1: questions was this. Bardo too, picking back and hold on, Bardo picking back off what you said too. Not only did they win the Stanley Cup, they allowed Brad Aldridge to have his day with the cup. Yeah to to be on stage next to the player he assaulted. Yeah, like.
2: Yeah. And the, the part that that I'm wondering that is a big question here is what does what happens with Taves and Kane? What do they know? Because I think they know something. Um, so we know how tight players are um, in, in, in hockey locker rooms. We know that, that that they're like family. You ask retired players, regardless of what sport it is. You know, what do you miss the most about the game? And they're going to tell you the camaraderie amongst the teammates and the players or the locker room, quote unquote, as they say. There's got to be something. And I don't want to sit there and say that they're liars or anything like that. But I'm just wondering where they fit in into this. Um, So that that to me is sort of an unanswered question out there. Well, and
1: and former player Brett Silkel came out and said that everybody knew about it. Like he came out and said, the only reason people, uh, Brett Sobel said in an article with TSN on July 13th, that everybody knew about it, Mm -hmm. that like, that the only reason people weren't speaking out about it is because they still had jobs. They still wanted to protect their jobs. Like, think about it. Patrick Sharp has a job um, with, or had a job, or uh, he has a job with NBC Sports Network, Andrew Shaw, or no, not Andrew Shaw, but Patrick Sharp definitely has a job um in broadcasting and guys uh guys like that around the league like they don't want to you don't want to speak out about it and katie strang made a great point in one of her tweets earlier today too like there's a reason why players and victims of this stuff are reluctant to to come out and say anything because look at this player did the right thing he alerted his immediate supervisor his immediate supervisor was supposed to go to human resources and take care of this. They yeah. violated their own HR policies and they didn't. And that just, that scares people because you're supposed to feel comfortable in your place of business that if you see something that's not right, you're supposed to report it and something is supposed to be done about it. And yeah. it wasn't done. And that's that's very discouraging to the next person down the long, line. Um, yeah, so sorry, Bardo. I didn't, I, I No, keep no, you're good no but yeah um Kane and Tate like you said Kane and Taves like what are they going to say about it I mean what is Kane gonna what is the credence of what Kane has to say about that especially considering all that's a a
0: whole nother level that I hadn't even thought about yet because yeah like yeah the Patrick Kane
1: indiscretions the the whole incident the uh, alleged rape in Buffalo like yeah, yeah um, we don't
0: need to be reminded of that we all remember that right that was so. that was where that was right then was where be, being a blackhawks fan started to feel like it was not good dirty yeah it was dirty slime. it made you feel dirty after that yeah like it it just soured on me uh and uh, it, it's gone on and on and on and and uh it's like so many people i'm why you know long time fans are just like all right, I'm done. Like they made it through the early 2000s when the team was garbage, no problem at all. They but now like this is it. This is right off the cliff. Like there's there's no explain there's no defending any of it. There's no explaining any of it. It was just poor choices by everyone involved mm-hmm. and it and it was all probably to save their own asses on top of it. And
1: this this incident occurred in an era before where we're at today like like i was saying when we were talking pre this this incident occurred before the penn state story broke before the u.s the gymnastic stories before before the washington redskins story broke
2: before the me too movement
1: before the me too movement exactly like all of this occurred at a time when maybe it wasn't maybe it people weren't didn't feel empowered to speak out but after all these things occurred why the blackhawks didn't do anything even after Penn State happened why they didn't come out and say hey this happened and address it and try to get to the bottom of it why it took a lawsuit 11 years down the road is just mind blowing to me
0: yeah and and i want to throw another little wrench into this whole thing there's a lot of people going around on the internet behind the scenes in front of the scenes whatever who is john doe it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter who the person is. The person was sexually assaulted and they reported it. There's a lawsuit. It doesn't matter who it is. It really doesn't. It's the matter. It's the fact that it happened. It happened to anybody. That's, that's the problem here is that it happened. Who cares? It doesn't make a difference. If it's, you know, John Doe, Jane Doe, Jim Doe, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why do we care? Like, just leave it as is. Like that's one thing that kind of that that kind of makes me steam today. Is there's a lot of that going around, and it, it, there's no reason for it to matter. It doesn't matter at all. Right. There's nothing about it that matters. So just let that part go. It doesn't matter. Right. If and that I- person decides down the road that they want to, you know, release their name and that I am I'm a survivor of this and all that, then fine, all good and well. But do we have to go behind the scenes and try to find out who this person is? Everyone could do it. But you shouldn't. Should you do it? You know, it's, it's should you or shouldn't you? And you shouldn't. So just kind of like leave that part alone. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, for sure. That, that's definitely a because in, in the um, the investigation, they released like his height, um, his height and his weight and that he was a member of the Black yeah. Aces. But like we don't we don't we don't need anything more than that.
0: Yeah, they referenced uh, something that uh, uh, Wish put up today. Uh, which was that um, somehow the dirtbag John McDonough uh, kind of referred to this whole thing saying something about this couldn't have happened because the player is bigger than said coach and kind of put a little bit in it. And and I I thought that was just so weird and creepy. Like that couldn't have happened because like, you don't understand that that can totally happen. Yeah, Yeah. You don't understand. You're just an old coot. You're an old man. Who's, you know, stuck in the sex 60s who thinks this stuff like, yeah. man, it, it, what's wrong with you? What is yeah. wrong with you?
1: As it, it's 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 a tone deaf statement from a bygone era is what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, speaking of tone deaf statements, I guess uh, maybe we can transition into Stan what? Bowman's statement. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, a, boy. Um, as I was saying, like before we got on here, I was talking about how Stan Bowman's, um, uh, Stan Bowman's kind of, um, passing the buck, I guess, to John McDonough in his statement.
0: He's passing off the blame. Yeah. He's not, he's what he's doing. And like I explained it earlier was he was basically taking someone who had been thrown under the bus and already buried.
1: He's now you know, pulling
0: him back out of the grave so that he can now throw him again under the bus. So so he hopes that no one sees what he did and try to you know push- what I find ironic
2: in this whole thing related to Stan Bowman's statement about him pointing the finger is that I don't remember if it was Danny Wirtz who said this, but I think it was something about how, you know, Stan was a first year executive, you know, or and and it almost made it seem like he didn't know better, so to speak. And it's like, and then he went on to say next sentence that, um, you know, if, if it was the Stan, I know today, it's a different thing, but then it's like, it's almost like treating him like, okay, he was a baby. He was a child and immature because he was a rookie GM. And then he goes on and points the finger, you know, 12 years later, now that he's out the door, it's just, it's a, it was a very weird dynamic in terms of how those two points kind of came together.
0: Yeah. And, and, and another thing about uh, kind of, kind of this is uh, I even said when this first started coming out and we started hearing about it, that somehow since McDonough was already gone, they were going to try to push all that blame on him. Oh, we already fired him. Mm-hmm. We already fired that guy. Yeah. He was the bad guy. And, you know, maybe, maybe you can assume that that's why we fired him. We're not going to say that, but we're going to let you think it in the back of your head. Yeah, You know, it, it's like this whole weird, stupid manipulation game yes. that they're playing about this to try to, you know, just wipe off just a little bit of that slime off their hands. Mm-hmm. And it just, it doesn't go away. It's still there. It's no. not going away.
1: Right. And what I was saying, too, earlier, the slime and everything like that, Stan Bowman's statement, it's eerily similar to me, at least personally, to Joe Paterno, Mm -hmm. in that when Joe Paterno made the statement about Jerry Sandusky, he said, and I quote, As Coach Sandusky was retired from our coaching staff at the time, I referred the matter to university administrators. So he basically said, I reported it up the chain. That's all I had to do. You know, I'm not going to use my stature or my my stature as Joe Paterno to do to follow up on it, to do anything else. Stan Bowman said something earlier. I relied on my direction of my superior that he would take appropriate action. Looking back now, knowing that he did not handle the matter properly, I regret assuming he would do so. I'm sorry. I get Danny Words thinks you're a child, but you are general manager of the Chicago Blackhawks. Like you're responsible for everything except... Whatever uh, John McDonough doesn't want you to handle, if this isn't reported to HR within days, how are you not following up on this? How are you not asking what our strategy is going to be to communicate this out to the public? How are you not? How are you not thinking about this in terms of any form of control of the messaging, anything like that? The answer is because you were complicit in it. You you literally. You're now just saying I wasn't responsible for it. It's somebody else's fault. Yeah. I, I did what I was supposed to do and I didn't take it any step farther. I'm sorry, I'm gonna quote, um, maybe this is not being serious enough, but I'm gonna quote Spider-Man, Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. He had power in the organization as general manager. I don't exactly. He had a responsibility to follow up on this. Like whether it's send an email to HR, whether it's ask John McDonough, what, what's going on with this, ask somebody, not just say, oh, well, I sent the email or, or I was at the meeting, McDonough said, we're going to handle this. And he said, senior leadership. Is, it, is the general manager not part of senior leadership besides the president? Yeah. Like, I mean,
2: you know, what it comes down to, it, it's, it's kind of like corporate being a corporate executive one-on-one. And it's like, you know, at a certain point, you know, the, the hierarchy or the, whatever that, those levels are, kind of go out the window when you're dealing with something that has legal implications, you know, PR, you know, implications, um, and you're dealing with a serious matter. Sometimes you just have to go around your boss and say, hey, ownership, this is happening. I just want to make you aware of this. And, And you know what? It's like you apologize later. If that costs you your job, you know what? So if, if, you know, if John McDonough fired him for going around him and did this, you know what? The truth would have come out. And you know what? He would have looked like the fool.
1: Right. So he then, would have been vindicated and he could have filed right. his own lawsuit or anything like right. that. He could have done something. But he was concerned about keeping his job. He's just a newly acquired general man, a newly promoted general manager. They're on the verge of winning their Stanley Cup. He became part of the problem, not part of the solution. So yeah.
2: that's really what it come, comes down to.
1: Yeah. In and- Yeah. And honestly, uh, the more I think about it, the more I wonder how much how much publicity this would have gotten when they were in the Stanley Cup era there. Like if the story came out and they're coming up like how much would have it got lost in the shuffle? Would have it become a bigger narrative right now? It's a huge narrative after everything that we've already seen transpire, the Me Too Penn state, all those things. Yeah. It's an
0: even bigger story now.
1: I just wonder.
0: Yeah. I mean the way I'm looking at it, uh, say they, and I'm not, and I'm not even saying this is a good excuse. Um, say they decided that in the middle of the playoffs, you know, was not a good time to report it and they reported it during the summer, but they reported it. Charges were brought. Everything was dealt with properly. I don't think that that's necessarily a black eye on the organization at all. You know, they, if they did what they were supposed to do, reported it up the chain, I don't know there would be as, that, that big of a scandal. I really don't. Yeah. Um, but if you try to sweep it under the rug and you try to hide it and just hope people will never remember it, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like that's a scandal. You're always risking that. There's always that chance that, five, 10, 12 years down the road that this is going to resurface again. And you're going to now, you know, you were complicit in this, as you said before, like they, I don't think it would have been that big a deal if they were, you know, it would have, it would have made some news, but they had just won the Stanley cup. Right. Uh, you know, morale was high around the team fans were high. Hey, you know what? Demonize the coach because he was the guy who did it. He was, you know, and that's fine. He's fired or he's, you know, put a trial or whatever, whatever is done. That's not saying that, you know, we said this was okay. We hired this guy because we knew it. And we said, Hey, come and do this in our organization. That's not what it was. It was like, they hired the guy. They didn't know this. And then all of a sudden this stuff started happening. They had to deal with it. That's, that's life. That's how life happens. I don't think it would be as big a scandal as maybe they thought it was going to be. And that it was going to, what, what was going to ruin for them?
2: Well, Other than you know, the they're ruining thing. people's
0: lives here.
2: I agree with everything you're saying. And and what's really interesting to me is that they were they won the cup in 2010 and they were really only a few years away uh, removed from redoing and changing the entire face of the organization. So think about this, you know, and it wasn't just on the ice. It was off the ice, too. You know, you look at it from a marketing standpoint, you know, with broadcasting games and and, you know, bringing back ambassadors and all this good stuff. And, And, you know, this could have been. Yeah, it would have been news that, oh, by the way, this happened, you know, and I'm not minimizing it for the victims or anything like that. But it's the way it was handled is my point. Like if they had handled this better, you know, that's another almost feather in their cap saying like, wow, this organization really has changed. Look at how they handled this situation. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, you you can't you some you can't prevent um people's actions sometimes unless right. you know about it in in the in the prior instances and they uh, there were if you dig into brad aldrich and some articles have been written that he had some questionable dealings mm-hmm. before getting to the Blackhawks organization and after- but if but if they would have handled it whether they figured out hr wise handled it um, if they accepted their moral responsibility and reported it to the authorities, yeah. perhaps there isn't the transgression in uh Ohio and things like that, they would have stopped these before yeah. they got to that point because he probably well, that's part
0: of one of the what that's part of one of the lawsuits is that right. the Blackhawks gave him a, you know, Joel Quenville, gave him a letter of recommendation that got him a job at the, at the place where he did it again. Yep, and he was he was charged, yeah. Yeah. Which,
2: and it's a, a, you know, get out of jail free card for a sexual predator.
1: Yeah. And think about the marketing, the uh, going back to what the Bard said, the marketing like, I don't know if you maybe it wasn't 2010, but it was definitely after that where Duncan Keith skated with the, the little girl in the wheelchair mm-hmm. with the, Like they did all these uh, heartfelt like we're, we're the good organization. We have the moral high ground. We're for
0: you. Oh, they've been doing that for years and everyone but can't while stand that that knows. But go ahead. While
1: they're hiding all of this. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that should, that should, has it even, yeah.
2: But like it's, I said earlier,
1: like if Stan had
2: gone, you know, up to ownership, ownership reported to the authorities and then they removed the appropriate people like Brad and other people, then all of a sudden it's like, like you said, like the news is that, you know, they fired Brad Aldrich over a sexual, um, you know, assault situation, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the Blackhawks handled it swiftly right away, etc. And then boom. And then it's like, it's, it's a, you know, it's a blip on, in terms of on the news, you know, radar. And it, it just kind of fits that whole, I don't want to call it a narrative, but it, it fits the whole notion that, you know, they are a changed organization and they're right. doing the right thing. And and they screwed this up big time.
0: So it's in, so, in so many ways, so many ways, just horribly,
1: horribly. And so, so now we've seen the fallout that San Bowman and Al McIsaac lost their jobs. But there are still other people that were in the organization that have NHL jobs in other places. I'm wondering what you guys think on what's going to happen to Joel Quinville. What's going to happen to the Winnipeg Jets general manager? Is Mark Bergevin? Um, going to feel any effects of this? What do you think in terms of the fallout of this?
0: I don't. I on my end, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I was surprised at what happened with the Blackhawks, the the level of people that they let you know that they fired. Uh, I figured they were gonna push it off onto McDonough and kind of slap everybody on the hand don't do it again and that kind of thing i was sure that that was what they're going to do because that's what they've done in the past so um but as far as you know other teams go i don't know Uh, sean you brought up a good uh, a point about suspensions there could be suspensions uh Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily people losing their jobs but people having to pay one way or another uh, for something that they did. So, um, maybe it's suspensions, uh, or, you know, maybe it, it, with Mark Bergevin, uh, maybe the Canadians are just looking for a reason to get rid of him anyway, because he's not going to sign a contract at the end of the year. And they just say, Hey, we're going to let you go. And, and then he's out of a job. So there, there's a lot of layers on this part too. Uh, Quindle's, you know, coaching a team that's one of the best teams in the NHL. And, and like, are, what are they going to do about that? That's, that's an odd situation too, you know? So, and then Kevin shoveled off up in, uh, up in Winnipeg. I don't know, man, I, for, is, for, for my money, I don't know. I, I, anything could happen. Barno,
2: No, I, I think you're right. I think it's, we just don't know. And we, the only thing we do know fact-wise is that, um, you know, what's obviously was presented in the, in, in the report, but also that Bettman has put out a statement that he's going to meet with shovel off and with, and with Quinville individually, about the, about the incident. I mean, it's hard for me to say that they're going to fire them. Um, it's, is it possible? Sure. Would it surprise me maybe a little bit? I kind of see one of these hefty 25, 40 game suspensions. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what I think, but I mean, here's the thing. Those two are, are just as guilty as the others who are involved in this. And the interesting thing that Bettman said was in, in one of his statements was if they want to come back to the NHL, meaning guys like, like Blunk and, and, um, and, uh, oh, and, John McDonough and Stan Bowman, like he will have to meet with them. So they were at the, at the day's table as well with these guys mm-hmm. meaning shovel day off and, 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 Quinville. So if these guys were fired, you know, it's like, how how do, how, how do you not fire them? I don't know. So, to uh, me, I, I'm with you guys. I don't know what's going to happen. I think every, all bets are off at this point because I think anything possible, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I am don't – like I said in the text chain or the tweet chain earlier, I think it's more going to be – I think they're probably going – they're at least going to get suspended and find and things like that. I think what might keep them employed is because it didn't transpire in their current organizations. That's the only reasoning behind the current teams keeping Quinville and um, the Winnipeg keeping their general manager in place is because it didn't transpire in their organizations. Mm -hmm. It's the only loophole I can see in the whole thing. But I can see gary bettman issuing suspensions and fines and things like that or gary bettman could go to those ownerships say hey you have to fire these people because we're not going to tolerate this in my league he could do that yeah and i personally i don't think i think bettman misstepped in saying if they wanted to get back in they had to talk to him i think he should have said if they wanted to get back in he has to interview. I think he, maybe he did say that you have to interview them. And then he has to decide if they're allowed back in. I think he should be, I think he should be the gatekeeper and the arbiter on that one that like they shouldn't just, Oh, it's a formality. I have to meet with Gary Bettman. No, I'm going to decide if you are allowed back in my league. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a black mark on the league too. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a black mark on anything. It's a black mark on the sport. It's bl- you know, right and you know it and i don't want to make this a whole you know a whole thing of, of, about this subject but i mean just look at the stuff that happened in illinois in the youth hockey organizations that uh, i don't yeah. want to get in a lot of detail but there's stories you go out there and google them on your own time the well, i a I huge don't piece on them. here yeah and aren't the blackhawks but, I mean,
2: heavily involved in youth hockey in illinois yeah uh yeah <laughs> i mean it's like
0: wow or they claim to be at least mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's 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 really ugly i uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've been losing favor on the Blackhawks for a while. That's why I'm not covering them. Uh, and it makes it harder and harder and harder to want to care any, anything about this organization. And I did never think that was possible. Right. I didn't think it was everything, you know, no matter how much they lose, how much they win, whatever the case was. I didn't think I, you know, I was still going to care a little bit. Um, but this is one thing that just really... it's it's got such a sour taste. I I, I can't, I can't stomach it right now. And I
1: can't even take pleasure in the fact that Stan Bowman is no longer with the organization.
0: Yeah, no, it
1: it wasn't, it wasn't due to any hockey related decision. This was due to um, a moral decision and an ethical Mm -hmm. decision that he failed to make the right call on. And that's what prompted them to release him. Like, That's what, that's what really bothers me about the whole thing. Like people who were celebrating that Stan Bowman is gone. Do you realize it took like a sexual assault allegation to get him out? There wasn't, it wasn't about the on ice product. They had
0: to do something. They had to do something. Right. It was some, it was, they had to, there was no, and we even
1: speculated that we thought Stan Bowman was somehow going to weasel his way off the hook and stay, but
0: I'm surprised. I'm quite surprised he didn't. Uh, the, you know, I, I still would have said up until that they said it in that press conference. I still would have thought that there was a way he was going to weasel his way out of it. They were going to take a take one of his titles away and push him up into the back office where nobody ever sees him again. And he was, but he's still going to be around. Right. Uh, but no, I,
1: uh, I got to give um, the. So I was very critical of the Blackhawks when this um, came out. The investigation was announced. I didn't think it would actually yield any results. I think they even tweeted beforehand that they were going to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing before this press conference came out. So I got to give them some credit on that. At least the words, Danny Wurtz and Rocky, that they took action. They The prosecutor who they hired dug deep. They interviewed 139 people like he did his job and he found out what was going on. So I got to give him that credit. At least when the allegation was brought to them and they finally in right or wrongly, the the um, investigator said that he didn't know. He said they didn't know. I, I'm still a little wishy washy on that, but credit to them for like digging into this and actually. Yeah, because
0: you think when you hire. uh you know, you hire a lawyer for a firm or something to do something like this, to ask if we did something wrong in our house that, yeah. you know, a you firm that the guy defend- that you're paying, right. you know, it's a it conflict exactly. of interest.
1: And yeah. the firm that defended Larry Nassar for USA Gymnastics, like yeah. they, of all things, and they came to a conclusion that didn't reflect well in the black box. Oh, yeah. I'm kinda shocked. By that. If I'm
2: hiring a, a lawyer, it's not an independent investigation. That's that's yeah the right, first right. thing we all thought, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we all thought it was just for cam it was just a circus that for we sure. were gonna yeah. get some bag of goods and
0: well, you know, gladly it did yield something. Yeah. So good, you know. Um, vindication, that, I think, for yeah. some of
1: these victims finally. Uh yeah. That, um I don't I mean nothing's gonna I don't know personally, and I don't pretend to know, but hopefully it gives them some vindication and some level of uh, Peace. level of reprieve or some yeah. some joy in that their story is out there and things are being done, and hopefully the people responsible get what they just des- get. They probably won't ever get what they deserve, but get something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: yeah it's. Uh, you got any other questions? I, think, I know you guys had like. Kind of know,
1: yeah, another one uh we thought about it was cute Did, do um we talked about Taves and Kane right Did, I, I, think we we, just, I, we, I think we, we
0: kind of just i think we kind of just grazed that. the
1: do they do they deserve any blame i guess
0: well i mean that that's something you got to wonder because uh like you said Brent Sobel he came out and said everybody knew so
1: and you know i thought i read someplace or I heard some like maybe Stash tweeted this um, that the players were making fun of. Oh yeah, John Doe.
0: Oh yeah, because I've got the I've got the clip right here, or I, I clipped it out of uh, someone's tweet right here where it says, "Yeah, they were they were uh, he was chastised by a former Blackhawks player who called Black Ace One a, a, a name and uh, asked if he liked some some of this stuff and yeah. referenced it yeah. directly."
2: You know, what's interesting is that I think one of the statements that word said was something about that anybody who was involved or who was here in 2010 in the organization is no longer here. I don't know if he said anybody who is an executive. or if I, he thought it was, said,
1: I thought it was just front office people.
2: OK, because if he's saying if anybody is, you know, that was here in 2010 is no longer here, that's not true because there is. Let's see. One, two, there's probably six people I could think of off the top of my head that are still here. And I don't know what their relationship is relative to the organization, meaning how close are they with everybody, which is, you know, Kane Taves, uh, Olchek, Foley. We know Foley's, you know, leaving after this year, Weidman and and Troy Murray. I don't Dennis, think they knew anything and I don't want to put blame or point fingers, but I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, Dennis Savard, too, isn't he? Is he still yeah. an ambassador? he was an ambassador but to me that's kind of a very loose hire that's kind of like we'll pay you to buy a per appearance or something like that
0: yeah but, that's like a that's like an independent contractor almost yeah. does um that they just hire you know at the last minute yeah
1: dale talon was a cons- he had he had removed himself from the general manager's position right so and i well, haven't they seen, removed
0: him but yeah
1: and i haven't seen anything aside from that he hired brad aldrich
2: but, but if anything, I mean, Kane and Taves are closer than any of the six people that I, you know, of the six people that I mentioned. I, I just want to know what they knew. And I mm-hmm. just, I have to believe that something was said. I mean, especially when you are the captain of the team and you have to have a pulse of the team and what everybody's feeling. I know mean, you're not going to know 100% of everything, but stuff like this, I'm sorry. I have to believe something is known.
0: And I think, well, I mean, let's look at. I mean, let's just look at what was set up and down the organization by Shaveldeff and all these other people saying they didn't know, they didn't know. Now, as it comes out in the investigation, they did know, and they yes. were lying to everybody about it. Right. So, you know. So that's
2: why I'm wondering. What, what I can't wait till they get in front of cameras because they are going to be asked about this, and they mm-hmm. may they probably def, they'll probably defer it because they're going to say it's still under legal, you know,
0: consideration at this yeah. point.
2: But. Um, you know, evidence of an is,
0: ongoing investigation yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's like or
0: lawsuit.
2: Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them
1: or they're just going to try to deflect the focus towards hockey because they're hockey players. I mean, when Taves made statements about, um, Kane during his allegations, his was mainly about hockey. He was criticized mercilessly about his statements But he's he's ultimately a hockey player. And I think as much as we hold Tave to this moral superiority or moral high ground, I don't know, aside from what I see in his public persona, I don't really know who he is. I assume he's a good guy. I assume that if he knew about this, he would have done something. But I don't know. Patrick Kane, we know he's kind of, based on his actions in the public eye and based on just people I know who's interacted with him just if, if anybody's making a statement from the players it better be Jonathan Taves because Patrick Kane's credibility in this matter like I brought up earlier is not is suspect at best
0: no you got to know better than that you just got to know better than to even attempt that well you... I, they had didn't they have
1: Patrick Kane uh and dressed in the lgbt the pride gear and they got to know better they did that they got to know better than that but they still didn't mm-hmm. i wouldn't use patrick kane as an advocate for lgbt i get he's a, one of your marquee players but that wouldn't have been one of the guys didn't it wasn't um was it ryan carpet lance boma or somebody who was very active in that community and he didn't well,
0: Brent Sopel went, went to the went to the parade with the with the stanley Cup. so why yeah. didn't
1: you have him involved with that stuff
0: I don't, know. What's I don't know. We're getting off into a whole jaunt here. We are sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. I just want to. I just want to keep things on track because I don't want. I don't want to get. We could. I. Uh, we could probably rant, rant, and rave forever on this. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, you think we covered it all here? What do you think? I Ardo? think
2: so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, okay.
0: Yeah. Good. Well, just you know, I, I last couple things. Uh, you know, before we're going to get out of here because we're almost at an hour already and we don't need to talk about this for an entire hour. Um, We we just wanted to get on because it was breaking news, but uh, there's, like I mentioned before, there's these outside layers of this, like, just, it it feels disgusting to be a Blackhawks fan now, and uh, our boy Chris Demi right now announced that, uh, based on what was announced today and stuff, that he's, you know, a very popular Facebook page about the Blackhawks and stuff, but just heart's not in it anymore, and I don't blame him either, because my heart really wasn't in it. He hasn't been in the Blackhawks for a while either, Um, but he's walking away from it because you know, things like this. like it, Long time, a lot of long time fans are going to walk away from this team. I don't know that I'm going to wear a jersey again. I don't know just because I don't feel right doing it. Uh, you know, I I had a whole bunch of Blackhawk swag that I used to wear all the time. I don't know. I, I think it's all going away. It's uh, all going away. I I, I don't feel right uh, uh, wearing it. And, uh, you know, so... That, that was just some things that I saw on the internet today, you know, like uh, stash Stash's page, Esquire. Uh, his Facebook page is, is, I don't know, how many, what does he have, like 100,000 followers or something like that? Yeah. Um, and he's done with it. Like I said, he's just dropping it today. And um, I applaud him for that. So, And um, I,
1: I know, um, I think uh, guests of the pod and I believe his girlfriend was also already suggesting other teams, if people want to um, root for other teams that, the, um, they're, they're more than willing to do that and they should look for other teams. Oh, I think there's one other thing we should touch on. Stan Bowman mm-hmm. is out as the general manager of USA hockey for the, the Olympic team. I, uh, maybe not touch on, just bring it up. And that the assistant yeah. general manager, Bill Gar- 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 Bill Gary Gar- Gar- is also under <laughs> sexual assault charges. I, I got to make somebody laugh tonight, so I figured I'd butcher a name for you, Gate.
0: Oh, my God. You've you butchered, you butchered two today, Shovel Day Off and Garen, who have probably been said on the air a million times. So you, sh- you should have been able to pick that up, which makes it even funnier. So Yeah.
1: Anyway, I, I, yeah. Uh, most most of my uh, – I do a lot more reading um, of hockey stuff than li- uh, listening to, to Pat Foley say names or – Clearly I need to pay attention to Pats. It's
2: could have been worse. Things. It could have been one of these wild European names that none of us can uh, pr- pronounce. But, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of them are hard. I, I'm, I'm learning that now covering, uh, covering Kraken, I'm learning that some of these names, I don't even know. Like, how do and, I, even and say maybe that's, stuff,
1: that's but... a team that people can could anyway. start to root for if they want to walk away from the black. Yeah. The Kraken. There are other teams. So come over to the Kraken. <laughs> don't feel obligated to stay with this organization. If you don't feel like it, that's enough. That's it's okay to leave. Yeah. 't don't,
0: don't so, yeah. yeah they fully deserve it so if you leave uh, they they have no leg to stand on and uh, good on you for that so, yeah we good to go guys think so yeah okay well, cool yeah um I don't have any other plugs or anything like that I, I don't I don't think this is the time for that um just uh what, you know if we if anything else comes up all of our stuff is uh, www you know all of our social media stuff. Uh if you get you know, subscribe, rate, review us, all that stuff. That's not the most important thing right now. Um and I'm not even gonna mention mention the sponsor at this point either, because um that's not what it's about today.
1: No. So uh not about hockey, it's about the victims, vindication and being doing the right thing.
0: Right. Bardo, you got any last thoughts before we take Uh-oh. off?
2: I don't. You know, this is a hard day uh, to be a Blackhawks fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me personally, I mean, I, I, I will never, you know, leave the team. I mean, because look, I, I look at it as it's a little bit of a mourning period. It's an embarrassing period. And, and, you know, it's a lot of franchises, unfortunately, have gone through it. But, you know, there's, you know. There's another side to it down the road, and it's another story for another day. I mean, I'm personally able to separate the two, but obviously, this is something I will never forget, and I, you know, will always remember it and recognize it. But you know, but that's just me personally.
0: And I've definitely been in, in steps and levels. Yeah, Patrick Kane starting and working all the way down the line, mm-hmm. uh, just less and less. It's just kind of chipped away, chipped away, and chipped away at it. And I'm, a, you know, yeah. My only uh, yeah, hope is I, that
2: you know whoever comes in, new to this organization, can you know establish a new culture and and you know really clean things up. So yeah. and that obviously starts at the top with ownership, but um, but yeah, obviously you know on the on the hockey side of things as well and and everything. You know, I think that that new person should also be a you know of a
1: whole, a high moral standing and high moral character.
2: Agreed. Agreed. That has nothing to do with this organization in the past.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yep. they, they they needed to clean house for a while, and now they're being forced to do it. But it's going to happen. So yeah, yep. there will have more on that. I think the next ringcast where yeah. where they'll actually talk nuts and bolts about you know what may happen going forward, and not as much what happened in the past. So uh, uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it for us tonight, guys. So uh, thanks for taking t- taking time out of your busy schedules to download or watch, listen, and support us. Until next episode, see you on the rink.